do you think that Brother James loves the Lord Jesus Christ? Amen. I believe that with all my heart. Well, take your Bibles this morning and turn to Matthew chapter 21. Matthew chapter 21. And I will stand corrected. I have always called it uh, this weekend the final four. But where's a smart aleck Miss Cora? She said, it's not the final four. It's the final two today. And then here comes Karen with the same remark. So um, I was just talking about the entire tournament for the weekend, Cora. So stay off my case from now on, would you? (laughs) I used to like you. (laughs) All right, Matthew chapter 21. Let me read verses 1 through 11. And uh, you pray. First of all, let me say this before I even read. I've said it time and time again, Brother James taught a wonderful Sunday school lesson this morning and made mention that even though we're saved, we, we have eternal life. That, that's not going to be taken from us because of God's grace. But we still sin. We still sin. Whether it be pride, whether it be stubbornness, whether it be a loose tongue or lust or whatever it may be, we still sin. And we must keep our fellowship with God, and to do that, we must confess our sin, forsake our sin. And I want to say, I think I'm speaking for anyone that stands behind this pulpit, we don't, we don't come behind this pulpit as perfect people. Uh, this morning coming toward this church in my truck, I, I Lord, forgive me. I, and every day I tell all of the men, I think every day we need to confess pride. I just think we battle that. I don't know what women battle, but, um, but I, I confess my sins. I want you to know that I am an imperfect person preaching a perfect word, amen, and preaching concerning a perfect Savior, but there's imperfection in us, amen, Austin, Brother James, and others. So I want you to know that. Let's read the Scriptures. Matthew 21, and when they drew nigh unto Jerusalem, and were come to Bethphage unto the Mount of Olives, they uh, then sent Jesus two disciples, saying unto them, Go into the village over against you, and straightway you shall find an ass tied and a colt with her. Loose them and bring them unto me. And if any man say aught unto you, you shall say, The Lord hath need of them, and straightway he will send them. And all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell ye the daughter of Zion, or Zion, behold, thy king cometh unto thee, meek, and sitting upon an ass, and a colt, the foal of an ass. And the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them, and brought the ass and the colt, and put on them their clothes, and they set him thereon. And a very great multitude spread their garments in the way. Others cut down branches from the trees and strawed them in the way. And the multitudes that went before and that followed cried, saying, Hosanna to the Son of David, blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. And when he was come into Jerusalem, all the city was moved, saying, Who is this? And the multitude said, This is Jesus the prophet of Nazareth of Galilee. May we pray. Father, I ask that you will help me. God, don't 
Lord, please help me not to be trying to preach in my own power, my own strength. I ask, Holy Spirit, that you will take charge of me and the words that I will say this morning that, Father, you would control me. And Holy Spirit, I realize without you, I cannot do anything. I pray that the Lord Jesus will be exalted today, that our hearts and our minds as your people will be centered on the, the last week of, of Christ's life while he was on this earth and what he went through and what he did so that we could obtain eternal life. I pray with all my heart, if there's anyone here without the Lord Jesus Christ, you'll speak to them, Lord, and help them to see that they're not guaranteed the next hour. May they make that decision to place their trust and faith in Jesus. I pray as Christians, I pray especially for Shake Smith this morning, God, that I will rededicate, I will recommit my life unto you and Daily, I will submit myself to you. I pray for Christians today that we will realize what is most important while we live our life on this earth. And that's not things, it's not our own will, but it's the will of you. And so help us, Father. Give me power to preach. Give me compassion. Give me love for these dear people. Thank you for our guests. I thank you, God, that here in a few moments, we will be able to baptize a young lady that has gotten saved and wants to be obedient to you. I thank you, Lord, that her family's here today. Thank you for our guests and God for our faithful people. Bless this day in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, today we know is Palm Sunday, and it marks the day that our Savior made His triumphant entry into Jerusalem. And it also marks the first time in his ministry that he actually planned and promoted a public demonstration of himself. You have to remember up to this point, Jesus cautioned people not to tell who he was and for the most part, he avoided public scenes. And by making this public offer of himself as king, remember this, he was fulfilling the prophecy recorded in Zechariah 9.9. And I love this portion of Scripture. Listen, I'm going to read it. You can turn to it later or take it home with you. But Zechariah 9.9 says, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, thy king cometh unto thee. He is just and having salvation lowly and riding upon an ass and upon a colt, the foal of an ass. I want to stop and say something just for a moment. Brother James, you got me thinking during your lesson about something. I want you to take your Bibles. I want you to think about the word shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. But take your Bibles and turn to Hebrews chapter 9 just for a moment. While he was uh, teaching this morning, this thought came to me about my I wonder how many saved people, I wonder how many God's people have lost their shout today, whether it be because of our crazy uh, politics, our crazy politicians, our crazy uh, liberals, uh, our crazy way of thinking about America. Um, I, I was just um, wondering about how many of us 
wake up in the morning with gloom and doom instead of praise and a shout. Well, I want to try to get your shout back this morning, okay? Just, just listen to this. We, um, we, we took a group, and I appreciate the group that got to go to Bramwell, West Virginia, Friday. And um, I noticed some of those folks got their shouts when that big cheeseburger was placed before them. And Tom and Maddie, they've gone uh, to a funeral a couple hours away. They're not with us, but uh, after their meal, they had ordered a, uh, a banana split. I'm going to tell you, Denise, y'all serve a good banana split. And I think there's one almost equal at Bramwell, West Virginia. They, they brought that banana split, and it looked like it weighed 10 pounds. Brother Tom started on the left side of that thing. Maddie started on the right side, and they, they met right in the middle. It was a sign of a happy marriage, okay? That's, they divided it. But boy, I, there was a shout. We, we all just like, great day, look at that. Then, of course, several others of us ordered milkshakes, and, and I, I shouted when that Reese milkshake came to me. But I think this is going to create a bigger shout. Hebrews 9, verse 12 Brother James was talking about the blood of Jesus cleansing us from all sin, washing. What can wash away our sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Listen to this. Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood he entered in once into the holy place, having, listen to this, having obtained eternal redemption for us. And that is, that is reason to shout this morning. If you have eternal redemption through Jesus Christ, you can shout. No matter what tomorrow holds. Uh, look, this morning when Miss Kathy sent me the text that her mom had passed away, and I sent her one back, I said, Miss Kathy, I am sorry for you, but I am happy for her. Boy, you're talking about a, a time to rejoice when she met Jesus this morning. Uh, last time Austin and I were there the other day, uh, we were trying to get her to, to smile, and she was just, she was near going to heaven. And Brother Austin, uh, I, I, I did this, uh, I hadn't done it before, but before I left, uh, Miss Kathy, I kissed her on the forehead. When I leaned down to say I love you, I just went ahead and kissed her. It was last Last kiss, uh, this side of heaven, that I'll give Mrs. Odell, but I'll kiss her when I go to heaven. But what a sweet, but I thought, the Lord took care of that. She didn't die this morning. <laughs> she was raised, she was raised to meet her Savior. And so what a promise because of the grace of Jesus Christ. So anyway, today, this day also marks the last week of our Lord's life on earth. Warren Wiersbe said this, Our Lord's coming to Jerusalem was an act of mercy and grace, not an act of justice and judgment. The events that took place that week, listen to this, the, the events that took place that week were not accidents. They were appointments. They were appointments that had been predetermined by the Heavenly Father. Listen to this verse in Acts chapter 2, verse 23, him, speaking of Jesus, being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God ye have taken, and by wicked hands have crucified and slain. Revelation 13, 8, 
the lamb that was slain from the foundation of the world. In other words, God has been, always been in control. He was in control here. God's plan was being fulfilled through His only begotten Son. So what does, what does all this mean? Well, I'll just tell you very quickly. Before the, uh, before the universe was created, before time existed, before man was created, God knew that we would sin. God knew that man would sin. But, and praise God and hallelujah for this, but God, but God in His grace and love for mankind predetermined a plan of redemption for you and for me. My, let me tell you, can a Christian rejoice today? Can a Christian still praise the Lord today? Of course we can. We're, we're children of God. Mike, we're family of God. Amen. I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. So as Jesus Christ rode into Jerusalem on that donkey that day, the people, they wanted an earthly king. They, they wanted an earthly king who would rid them of Roman rule so they could obtain their, their freedom. They weren't very interested in a heavenly king who would forgive them of their sins and rule in their hearts and lives. And as I thought of that this week, looking at this and studying, it's very similar to the Christianity that we have in our country today. It's not like our old-fashioned Christianity. See, the, America, the, the, the modern American Christianity today is this. Give us a king to allow us to escape hell, but not a king to control our lives. You see, Jesus, He wants to save us, but He wants us to serve Him. I want to read you this scripture. And I think Brother Austin may have preached on it recently. I'm not sure. I'm so old, I don't, can't keep up with everything. But Jesus said in Matthew, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. We, we, want, we want Christ for salvation. Amen? Uh, but I wonder how much we want Christ to rule our hearts. I wonder how much we want Christ to rule not only on Sunday, but the rest of the week. And so I want you to go with me just for a few moments this morning to, it's a, it was a very special place to Jesus. It meant a lot to our Savior. And that was to the Garden of Gethsemane. Jesus, He often went there to escape the crowds and just to get with His Father, to, to talk, to pray. And, and uh, it, it was a special place in His life. There, we see when He prayed to God the Father, He was submitting Himself and He said, Not my will be done, but thine. And we see the submission that Christ had, even though He knew what was waiting for Him the next several days. Um, he is about to experience pain and anguish that no person has ever experienced but yet he still submitted himself to his father. He's going to be tried, rejected, condemned by the very people he came to save. He knows, he knows in his own heart and mind he's going to be abandoned by his nation, his followers, and this is the sad part, by his own father. See, God could not look upon his son. He could not, he does not look upon sin. 
He could not look upon sin. And so when Jesus cried out, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? God was turning his back on Jesus. Jesus knew this was about to happen, but he still prayed, Nevertheless, not what I will, but what thou wilt. And I thought about that this past week, how, how I wish we, especially Shake Smith, could have a daily Garden of Gethsemane, not, not an annual Garden of Gethsemane, not just today. God, here I am, use me today. No, tomorrow morning on a Monday when we wake up, God, not my will, but thine be done. Come Tuesday, God, not, not what I want today, but what do you want me to do today? Not tonight when we may be tempted to stay at home, but uh, tonight when we still have church. And uh, to put God first, to receive the blessings that God has for us. You see, church, God has the very best for His people. I don't keep up with news a whole lot. Uh, I asked my wife, we went to grab a bite to eat yesterday, and I said, tell me about this... um, I've seen it on the news and bits and pieces. Kemp studies things. Uh, she, she, some news like Alex, uh, Alex Mur- Murdoch, she, she, she deeps down, gets real deep in that. She was talking about how they use the phone and everything about how to solve. And, and she told me, I, I did not know what all he, he possessed on this earth. I, di- I didn't understand he owned a 17 acre, a 1700 acres of a, a hunting lodge, and among uh, many other houses and possessions. It was amazing what, what this man owned. And, but I'm here to tell you today, looking at his life, that did not satisfy him. He, he, like many others in America, they had to have more. They had to have better. They had to just continue to reach and to reach and reach. And I thought, how sad that was that I wonder if, if there was ever a day that he reached a true state of contentment, a true state of being able to look to heaven and to say, God, thank you for all of your blessings. See, church, things don't satisfy. I, I will argue with the best of you. you. You can have all the money in the world, but that money's not going to satisfy like Jesus can satisfy all of the possessions, all the fame and fortune that America is going after and going after. Give me more. And Jesus says, hey, at my right hand, what is it, Austin? There are pleasures forevermore. If only we would get close to Jesus, submit our self, our will, our life, our time, our everything we have. Submit it to God like Jesus did. And when he did, that's the reason that we do. We can obtain eternal redemption. Only Jesus, only Jesus can give you and I what we are really looking for. The world can't. The world's tried. The devil's tried. But Jesus can. It's been proven. We sing the songs. We sing the songs all to Jesus I surrender. All to Him I freely give. I will ever love and trust Him in His presence daily live. I surrender all. It's easy to sing, isn't it? 
I surrender all. Easy, easy to sing. Easy to sing those words, I surrender all. But I wonder how much more difficult it is to live. I thought about this. I love the song. I've always loved it ever since I got saved. I have decided to follow Jesus. The world behind me, the cross before me. Easy to sing. I have decided to follow Jesus. But I wonder how many of us really mean that I have decided to follow Jesus. You see, God, He wants all of us. He wants us each and every day to have a garden of Gethsemane. This week, and I'm not, I won't apologize. Um, Saturday, Chris, Spring Gobbler, I've been waiting for it. Brother Allen, y'all pray he's decided not to go, Sherry. He wants to take you out shopping. And uh, so I appreciate his love for his wife like that. But honestly, we have anticipated. We have anticipated less. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm excited. I'm, I, I hope that when all the guys and girls, whoever goes, Carmen, I hope she gets one. I hope Bella gets one. I hope any young lady that wants to kill, that's great. But Lord, let the men kill them first. No. We're excited about that. But, but may that excitement over a turkey never exceed the excitement about what Jesus Christ did for us. Oh, my. Next, next, next Sunday, <laughs> it's the celebration of Christians. It's, it's, it's our day all about Him. But church, why isn't it like that every day? Why isn't it that we can't think back of when we got saved and we can rejoice that we get a shout then? Boy, I remember back in 1977, I I shouted, Lord, I'm saved and now I know it. Well, don't you still know it? Aren't you still saved? And so let's let the Lord search our heart. First of all, are you saved? Do you know if you were to die right now, would you go to heaven? If you don't know that, we invite you today. Come and you can leave knowing that. Let someone take the Bible and show you how to be saved. It's not our church. We can't save you. No way. It's only the grace of God. Jesus Christ, He paid your sin debt. And then Christians, quit living. Quit living for yourself. Let's live for Christ. Think about all that He has done for us. And then think of this, what's waiting for us. Amen? The best is yet to come. So I challenge you. I challenge me. Let's submit ourselves to the will of God and follow the Lord Jesus. Father, thank You, God, that we have a Savior who loved us so much that He left the glories of heaven. And He came... He came and lived a sinless life. He became our sinless substitute for our sin. And God, may we always be able to rejoice in that. But Lord, please help me. Help me more than anyone else today to follow you completely, to submit my will, to do your will. If there's anyone here without the Lord, please, God, speak to them today. Let them realize they can leave with eternal life if they will only come. So God, you bless our invitation. Speak to our hearts. In Jesus' name I pray.